Hello, this is episode 136 of the Chattering Classes with uh, Catherine Campbell. And um, we are talking about lots of things. She had a lot of life changes in the last few months. Um, again, if you want to contact me, you can. ChatteringClassesPod at gmail.com or on Instagram, the Chattering Classes. I don't even know if that's what I've called on Instagram, but you can find me, it's fine. All right, let's get on with the show. On my way over here with Justine... Yes? She said um, that now that you've retired Mm. somewhat... You've actually, we're, we're, everyone's sad about that, and you're not even aware of why they're sad that you've retired because you don't have bus stories no, anymore. No, I miss my bus yeah, stories. Yeah, she was like, I really miss Catherine's bus stories, and I was like, you know what? I didn't realize I missed them until yeah. you said it. Yeah. So, do you ever just get on the bus for I old did. times' sake? I did. Yeah. In fact, probably in the first two weeks when I was retired. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I thought, I'm going to go to the National Library today. Yeah. I don't catch the bus there and so I did and it was weird because it weren't my usual bus people yeah right and um, but the bus just harvests so many stories if you just look That's yeah all you have to do just look at I'm, I'm a intense people, people watcher yeah, yeah right and so yeah and I have seen Mr. Tiny Teddy's um, once in Bill Conan Mall. <laughs> so tell me, tell me a bit more detail about Mr. Tiny Teddy's. <laughs> so uh, he, originally, the reason I called him Mr. Tiny Teddy, so he's a man at Bill Conan Bus Interchange who was dressed in a three-piece suit. Now, yeah. a lot of public servants don't dress in three-piece suits. No. Not only that, he had a briefcase, the old-style leather yeah. brief, briefcase, and a black umbrella in the middle of a drought. Huh. Right? Now, I used to think, well, that's all a bit weird. And he's probably, I don't know, mid-late 30s. Very serious. He always had his earbuds in, didn't talk. But I happened to sit next to him on the bus one day, and as he lifted up, opened up his suitcase, his briefcase, and I just kind of... <laughs> and there at the top of him was this individually little packet of honey, tiny teddies. Honey? I know, oh, of all the flavours. They're the worst of the Tiny Teddy so flavours. So really, I couldn't even work that out. So yeah, that's how he got the name of Mr. Tiny Teddy. I love his little briefcase with all his important documents. Yeah, there's nothing else in there. Just the Tiny Teddies. Just the Tiny Teddies. <laughs> so it's just interesting. So even in the middle of... And this was the middle of summer, he would wear this three-piece. Wow. And once I went to a meeting with a parent... And I had to go to her work building, which was in Barton. Yeah. And lo and behold, I saw him walking along. Um, no briefcase, but he had his umbrella up over his head. Oh. And that suddenly made sense then, that maybe he used it as a shade. Yeah, it keeps the, keeps the sun off. Sun that's smart. Right. Sun so smart, tiny teddy. <laughs> Far out. So, yeah, I kind of miss him. Yeah. I miss the man with the guide dog, because I love the guide dog. Yeah. I miss the weirdos. Did you... Did you have to resist actively um, interacting with the guide dog? Yes. That's the hard bit, Every isn't time. it? Especially if I sat down and the do- guide dog sat near me and would start sniffing my lunchbox or, you know, sniffing around. I'm like, mm, I just want to reach down and go, hello. 
He was beautiful. Yeah. And this, uh, there was a little girl towards the end that I would often catch the bus with of an afternoon and she would sit on the bus and she would tell me about, all about her day. Oh, really? Yep. How old do you reckon? She was probably kindy. Oh, that's very sweet. And, yeah, so they'd get on at Calvary Hospital. Um, I think they came over from St Vincent's and around. Yeah. Her dad picked her up and she'd, Mama, tell me the whole, whole way. And then she'd get up and she said, Bye, Catherine, see you again. <laughs> It's just like, just gorgeous. And mm-hmm. then just listening, people talk on their phones. Yep. Like, seriously, do I really, I don't need to hear about your latest family drama or yeah, your it's, sexual it's not... health test that you got back or... <laughs> There's something about family drama that makes people, I mean, obviously they get, you know, talk louder on their yeah. phone when it's family drama, but again, like, why do we all need to hear about And there, there was a lady often on the way home who would talk to her kids, I think, on the way home. So she'd fill them in with the day, which was, you know, whatever. I went to work, I did this. <laughs> they were adult kids. And oh, oh, that's terrible. Oh. And she would sit in the seat that would face everybody. Oh, you know, wow, right. One. So Completely yeah. oblivious. Yeah. Or just like... It's like she had this cone of... Well, she thought she had a cone of silence around her, but she didn't. Because yeah. everyone could hear what she talking was saying. Yeah, talking on the bus is always... So, it's rude. It's so rude, isn't it? Yeah. Eating on the bus? The what about time. the eaters on the bus? Or? Yeah, there's the eaters on the bus. That a bit, The worst one was the toenail cutter on the bus. <laughs> what? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's this older chap of probably dubious, you know, mental health. Yeah. He literally got on the bus, sat on that side, those side things, pulled a pair of nail clippers out of his pocket and proceeded to cut his toenails yeah. on the bus and they just pinged, pinged, pinged. <laughs> was he wearing shoes or was he thongs. just... Thongs. okay. Yeah, yeah, so it was all... Didn't have to take his shoes off. Just pinging him around the bus. And you know, you look at something like that and you think, have I just seen that? Or, <laughs> you know, and then I would go to write something and I think people are going to think I'm making this shit up, but I honestly... Everything I wrote about was true. I guess that's the point, isn't it? Mm. That, that's what we miss is like, yeah. oh, well, these are clearly true. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, no one would make up a story about Why someone cutting the toenails no. on the bus. No. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it was quite uh, interesting. So, yeah, I do I do miss the bus, but I, I haven't been on a bus trip for a little while. Right. Now, where, did you get a good sense of, like, uh, getting on the bus, who to and who to not sit next to? Often. Yeah. Often, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a... You know when you get on a bus... I don't know, do you catch buses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get on a bus and you do a quick scan as you get on. Yeah. And you're trying to work out, would I rather stand? Yes. Or will I rather take the risk? Because I'm the kind of person that people will talk to me. That's very true. <laughs> um, and being the person that I am, I will talk back to them. Yeah. So I have been caught out a few times um, where it's been the wrong decision to sit down. And how quickly you... And you actually get off the bus maybe a st- yeah, stop, stop early. Yeah, stop early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my stop. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Press the button many times. Okay, bye. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, what stop are you getting off? Yeah. No, that's not the... Qu- why would you ever ask anyone that question never, if you're a normal person? Never. So, um, yeah, there. It's it can be a bit tricky. And, and you know, part of me goes... We're all humans. Yeah. We're all on the bus. But yeah, there are some people. It's the de- decisions that people make where you're like, yeah. 
it's not it's not all it's almost not the behavior no. it's more like the disconnect between you and the rest of the world right yeah. like i'm going to cut yeah. my toenails on the bus yeah. that's yeah. fine yeah <laughs> but don't expect anyone to sit next no, to you no 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 i'm going to talk on the phone that's fine yeah. i need to talk to them yeah it's important this is important yeah um yeah. And, um, and you know, I'll often be the first one to say if I sit down, it's oh, sorry, I'm taking up a bit of space or something, yeah. you know. So it's not like I'm mute when I sit there yeah, on the you're bus. Not one of those I'm not people. like, you know, sitting on the bus. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it, to work it? Because I don't want to discriminate, but sometimes for your own. Is it safety? I don't even know safety is an issue. Sometimes it is. You get a real sense of like, yeah. you look like a loose cannon. And you know, when I catch the bus, when I used to catch the bus going to work, often they're the same demographic of people that right, you're travelling right, right. with. If yes, you catch right. the bus at, say, 11 o'clock in the morning, yeah, it's, it's a, a different, different demographic right. together. Where they're going and what they're going to do. Exactly. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're catching the bus with the person that's sitting there muttering to themselves out loud we're well, probably not going to sit next to that and that's person. the 11 o'clock bus i'm that's predicting right. that's the 11 o'clock bus. i think the tram is like that too is like it? the the light rail that we have now yeah. i i don't think it's a the same cast of characters yeah i've, I've been on it many times it's yeah. not at different times of the day maybe i need to get on it like 11 o'clock yeah yeah because it's totally it different doesn't seem to be the same sort of cast yeah um, but I catch that when I am on the bus, it's with Noelle usually coming back from school. So that's okay. the school demographic where you're like, oh, I really don't want to sit with these people. And then you start listening to their conversation. You're like, please, please, just roll turn the volume down. Yeah. You're yeah. on the bus. What, Thank you. Do I really want to hear about you? What I always, what you can tell is that, you know, there'll be a group of four of them. If mm. there's a group four together, then they're going to be loud. And three of them will be swearing. And the, if you look, there'll be one person in that group with social awareness. Yeah. They're not going to say, no. I think we should stop swearing when no. we're on a bus. Yeah. But they won't swear. Yeah. And they will lower their voice, try and yeah. get everyone to match their voice. But they won't say anything. because so that would interesting, be, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. A Some social experiment on the bus. Yeah. And it used to be like, oh no, like the girls are here and you're swearing and all that. But yeah. they, my, the girls just like lean back and they listen. <laughs> oh, did you hear what they were talking about? And I have to go, oh no, no, what were they... Then they tell you, and you're like, oh, how about that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that kind of stuff. Now, mm. so what I was talk, also talking to Justine about on the way here was the time in your life between when you're, I don't know, 25 to 35. Yeah. Generally, what happens is a lot of stuff. Yeah. People take, get new jobs. They move to different places. They might get married. They... Might have children, especially yep. in our lives. That yep. was a lot of that time was moving around, finding a place, yep. getting married, having kids, friends having kids, friends getting married. All of that seemed to happen. And then for about 10 years, nothing has happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one getting married anymore unless they're much younger than us um, or friends of family. Yeah, that kind I was going to say, your nieces and nephews. Like yeah, that's, that's what's happening. Yeah, it's yeah. the nieces and nephews turn. So... Then nothing happens for a while, and then it seems like using you as a uh, as the benchmark, that there comes a point where then everything starts happening again. Yeah. So the kids have moved out. Yep. I don't know if this is in the, the last time we talked, which is uh, many episodes ago now, called Christmas Crack. That was a while ago. <laughs> but both your daughters have moved out. Yep. Your eldest daughter, 
has got married yep. and had a child. Yep. And your youngest has moved out, moved back in, and then has gone overseas. Just last week. Then, Just last week. The UK. Yeah, for 12 um, to 24 months. For 12 to 24 months. That's yeah. a range, isn't That's it? That's a range. So they're off to the UK to do that thing. And yep. again, that makes me happy. That sort of... I'm just thrilled that they're getting the opportunity. That's right. Like the the world. COVID really put a kibosh on yes. all of that sort of stuff. So. Well, I, I remember last year going out to dinner mm. uh, and the people in the booth behind us was... Uh, Yes, was Violet's year three teacher, and then her daughter was a student of mine when okay. she was in year eleven and twelve. So it was lovely to see them, yeah. and that's what she was doing. And she, I said, "Oh, what are you up to?" And she's, oh, "I've I've done my, I, I started doing this course, but I'm going to go overseas." Mm. And I was like, oh, "Covid's over? <laughs> like, that's cool. I'm very excited that like yes. people are starting to do normal things again." Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're off doing that. So all of that happens in how many years, do you think? Has it been... Oh, well, Claire got married in 2019. Yeah. So. That's a lot in four years, yeah. right? Yeah. So all of that happens. So how do you cope or how do you see yourself differently? Because now you're... I was going to say, what are you? But like, what is your name in the in the grandparent world? I'm a nana. You're a nana? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when did you choose that? Um, I think probably before Charlie was born, actually, when yeah. Claire was pregnant, because I, I had two absolutely beautiful nanas. Yeah. And I just like that name. It's yeah. a nice, like, soft name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You are a nana. I Am can... I nana? Yeah. You know, I always think if people are choosing it for themselves, yeah. it has to sort of fit. But right? I always sort of thought, what if Charlie decides to choose a name for me? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's okay, too. Yeah. Um. Because that happened with my mum. My mum was going to be grandma. And oh. when my nephew um, started to talk, he said bar. Right. And that's who he meant, was was my mum. So, so they called her bar. bar. Well, my mum, yeah, my nephew was the same. He called her, so she's granny, but he couldn't say that. So she was Zanny for a while. Yeah. And then he called her me. <laughs> that was, maybe that was before Zanny, but that was... Yeah. So I don't know how that comes along. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's because you see that with your kids when they're little. It's like you say something and they they miss. Yeah, they don't understand it. what that no. word is in context. And, no, but um, if you say to Charlie something, go and find Nana. He knows exactly yeah. who he's looking for. Yeah. So I imagine it's just a matter of him getting his you know getting his lips around saying it eventually. Yeah. Yeah, because that's oh wow! I love that the kids just I go. Was, oh, I, I'm going to change your of, name. I sort of thought maybe CC because I. <laughs> You know, that sounds that's a bit, a, That's pretty funky. That sounds a bit cool and funky. And then I thought, hang on, I'm not that cool. Don't, don't, don't overdo it. You know, just sitting here with your tea that's exactly and your fairy my tea bread. That's fairy bread yeah. and, you know, the skittles on the table. I'm hardly super funk. Um, so, yeah, I kind of came around to that idea that Nana was probably just... Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I've already chosen mine. Have you? Yeah. What have you, what have you chosen? I'm going to be Papa. Yeah. Because that's what Violet used to call me. Say, that's what the girls used to call yeah, me Violet, when they were little. Yeah, Violet. I don't know where I don't know where it came from. Yeah. But that's what she called me, and yeah. then for some reason she stopped. Maybe when she went to school and everyone else yes. was talking about their dads, and then she changed, and it's always made me sad that yeah. like Papa was way better. Yeah. And um. 
So I thought, what if I just, when I have grandkids, I could just everyone calls me that again and I'm back to it. And then my <laughs> girls will have to call me that. <laughs> and you also want to get something that can be on a card or something, don't yeah, you? Yeah, right, you right. Know? That's right. You don't want to be too out there. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah but a lot of nanas are nanas with two N's and I'm just a nana. You're with a nana with one N? One N. Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes that makes more sense. <laughs> or a nana. Yeah, no, no, that's the, that might confuse him as well. That's right. Oh, that's the same as banana. That's interesting. Is, yeah, you were banana. So, yeah, so you're... And, I mean, when Claire told you that she was pregnant... Yeah. Um, like, what do you... Did you know that they were trying to, yeah. to get pregnant? And, yeah. And does that make you just change... Put a like a different filter yeah, on did. your world immediately. Almost immediately. Yeah. I mean, and she, bless her, she was really unwell. She had hyperemesis. Hyperemesis. Yeah. So she, you know, lost ten percent of her body weight in the mm-hmm. first twelve weeks and yeah. was really hospitalised and unwell. Was and, she on the funky on Dancertron? Yeah, on everything. You know, all the yucky drugs and mm. just awful for her. Yeah. Um, and I kind of had this thing then, even that actually I don't want to go to work anymore. Right. It was this almost huh. a light bulby sort of thing where I thought, no, I, I want to, one, I want to be able to look after her if she needs me to look after her. Right. Two, I'm going to be a nana and I actually want to be an available nana. Yeah. Um, and three, my job was changing a little bit and I thought, you know what, enough. And yeah. That, but in my mind, what spurred me on was the fact that she was pregnant and, um, I thought, I just want to be able to enjoy this phase of my life. Yeah. And financially, we could afford it. So it was a no, no-brainer no after that. So had, that, had you thought about that before? Like with the job no. and stuff? Oh, Or no. did you just immediately think it and go, oh, that makes sense? I think, I think maybe I'd had thought about it a little bit. But, you know, when you tell someone you're going to retire when you're 57, they go, oh, that's too young. Yeah. Um. But I've been working since I was 18 in a pretty physical job for many, many years. Yeah. Um, And it almost gave me an excuse, I think, then. Do you know what I mean? Then I could say, actually, no, this is what I want to do. And then that shuts down that conversation because, wow, who's going to argue with that? Yeah. That's a dumb idea. I felt like I had to justify (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's the justification. I had to justify it. Um, People say, oh, you've got years of working life left and I thought yeah well I do it's kind of depressing it's very depressing. <laughs> if you look at it that way it is you've got so many years ahead of you of working <gasps> but then you're a long time dead yeah and I suppose you know having deaths of people around your age that you knew yeah and there'd been a few in that year or so before yeah um and I particularly think of Mary Arnold who mm-hmm. you know within weeks who of worked yeah and then, yeah and then was dead um, I just thought, well, it's got to be more than... And that happens a lot. Totally it does. My doctor said to me the first three months after retirement are the riskiest yeah. for your health. Why, why did he Apparently go something to do with changes in your blood pressure and all sorts of... Your, your sleep changes, all sorts of things, but there's been studies oh, to show right. those first three months after retirement are quite can be quite detrimental to your health. Yeah. Right. And you know, all those other things that you just keep putting off, you put off, you put off, you put off. Yeah. And then you think, well, why don't you just do it? 
Yeah, no, that's true. I wonder if it's too like a mental thing as well, especially if you're super engaged in your job. Mm. I mean, you're you're a nurse and you did all all the public like mm. health stuff. Like, I think and COVID came along. Oh right, well, the first round of COVID was really hard. We all our staff got redeployed. All of those. Yeah, stuff. right. A lot of unhappy people. Yeah, you just, know, it was just so chaos, difficult. right? Chaos for everyone. Yeah, and kind of I don't know that middle management, which is what I was in by the time I'd left. I was the um, clinical nurse consultant. Yeah, it's really difficult because you can't please anybody. No, you can't. <laughs> the top people, the bottom, you know, the people below you. No one's happy with what you're trying to do. And yet every day you're trying to do your absolute best. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So in some ways it was a perfect storm. It all just happened at the right time. Yeah. And, you and just... I, for one second, I, not for one second do I regret doing it. No. Not for one. People say you're bored. No. I have no. never, I, in this time... You, you never struck me as anyone who was going to be bored. No, I, I've got a zillion things I do. Mind you, it's been a bit slowed down since the end of November, but yeah. once I get back walking and doing all those things... Well, yeah. let's talk about that, because oh. well, as I'm talking to you, you're wearing quite a hefty moon boot. <laughs> yes, my Stormtrooper boot. Your Stormtrooper boot. More importantly, your other foot, you're wearing oh. a shoe... <laughs> With a thong under it. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it clearly is, but it's got like a... It's called an even-up. An even-up. So you obviously... Yes, you're, you're, because what happens is that the boot is thicker than what your shoe... Than your shoe is. And because I've had surgery on my back, I've yeah. spinal fusion, Right. I don't want to put my back out. And if you've got one leg higher than the other, so yeah. I will Yeah, your back and hips are going to be... So attractive. So that means you have to wear a shoe on the other foot. Um... The, yeah, the shoe is, shoe on, the is on the other foot. foot right now. Two shoes, it, it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yes, unless I'm on my knee scooter. Oh, you got your knee scooter, which I just, you, um, you enjoy. take my boot off and I scoot around on that. So how did you do this monumental I wish, thing? I wish I had an exciting story. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's you saved a dog from a burning firehouse. Yeah, it's exercise. It's dangerous. I was heading out for a walk in yeah. Port Macquarie. Yeah. And I misjudged a step. Down I went and yeah. I heard a pop and took three hours for the ambulance to come. Oh. So, <laughs> so what did you do in those three hours? Well, I cancelled a CT scan <laughs> from a father-in-law. Yeah. I did all, because that's what I was did up there for. Did some housekeeping? Yeah. I, oh, crap. Yeah. So what did, what exactly did you do? So I have what's called a bimalleolar fracture of my ankle. So your tibia and your fibula on the bottom. Yeah. There's the little bits near your ankle and they both snapped off. So Shite. now, once I got home to Canberra, I then had surgery. So I've got a plate and screws, seven screws on one side and two screws up into the bone on the other side. Mm. So it's been non-weight bearing for the last eight weeks and then yeah. last week I started to wait there so now my you know I've got this great big boot on with this shriveled up little calf muscle yeah I was gonna say it's quite pathetic. oh really <laughs> yes right so now I have to kind of learn how to walk again so do you it, so in the, when the boot comes off is it a lot of aqua yeah, stuff like yeah yeah first of all you just have to get used to because you lose the sense of so I suppose it's proprioception, where you are in mm. time. Everything's shrunk, so, you know, my foot's smaller because my arches have got smaller. Wow. 
all those sorts of things. You know, your body's not meant to be immobile for no. that amount of time. So um, it's just getting used to it and then start the hydrotherapy and hopefully I can get rid of the boot in a couple of weeks and just wear regular shoes all day. Maybe your grandson can, like, teach you to walk. Well, that's right. <laughs> just reverse it. He likes being on the scooter. You just hold, be holding your hands up. Come on, Catherine. You're like using the table to walk yes, me around. Yes, so it's, it's not oh. coming at a great time over summer and, yeah. you know, all those things. But it's okay. It'll it'll heal. And again, I don't have to go to work. Yeah. You know, when you've yeah. got that pressure of you've got to go to work or all those sorts of things, I don't have to. No. So. I'm very jealous. I, yeah. Your day will come. Yeah. Now, here's an odd question. When mm. you did your ankle, mm. did you go into a sort of a dog position? A dog position. Yeah, like uh, I was talking. This is <laughs> this is pretty weird, but I was talking to the girls uh, only must have been last weekend um, about. I don't know if they asked me like when I played soccer, like what was the did you hurt yourself? Mm. And I said I did something. I jumped to head the ball, and I turned, and another person fell or jumped with me, and we sort of he fell on top of me, and. Lots of things went crickety crack mm-hmm. and pop in my ankle, mm. and I said my immediate response was to be get on all fours like a dog, because my let my foot was just there was no weight on it, and I, but and I don't know why, and then they were like, you ha- are you okay? And I was like, no, and they're like, you have to get up, and they like, and I like, oh no, just leave me here, and they're like, why? And I was like, I don't know, I just that it was sort of just hanging yeah. there, and there was no weight on it or any force um and then i was watching sport highlights and <laughs> someone had i don't know what football it was and they did the same thing that someone fell on their ankle and he crawled around like a dog well, like it was the next day and i was like look that's what he that's what i did so interesting i've never thought about it but literally i got on my knees and that's how i crawled over to a chair yeah isn't that weird your body just yeah reacts like yeah, but just walk like a dog. Well, the lady said to me, she said, just get up and stand on it. You'll be I said, I can't stand on it. Like, it literally went... Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and that was the only way I could think of was just on my hands and knees. Yes. Jeez, it's hard on your hands and yeah, knees, hands though, are, isn't it? No, you don't want to do that for too long. No. I mean, you were on the road or something on steps. Well, yeah, just inside the hotel. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Public embarrassment opposite a school. Yes. <laughs> Look at that woman. What's that woman doing in there? Yeah. Walking around like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to add that to my story. <laughs> yeah, I just I did wonder. It's a, I don't know. It's a. It was so weird the timing of it. it was like the yeah. ne- very next day. I was like, there's, look, there's someone walking around, <laughs> crawling like a dog because they hurt their ankle. Well, there you go. That's how I you should, do it. I should look. Actually, what, getting in and out of the house in the first few weeks. That was the only way I could. Oh was on really? My hands and knees. Oh my god. Just because I couldn't get up a step. <sighs> So yeah, I all the go, things you just don't ever think about, right? All the and this yeah. is a result of as I went down, um, I hit my wrist on something and now it's sore. Now it's, now it's buggered. Yes, you've got a buggered wrist. Is that buggered what the doctor said? <laughs> so what is there any like yeah, what, ligament damage? Oh, ligament yeah, damage. Yeah, hello. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, it's all those things you don't know how far you're walking until you kick your toe. You don't know. How far you are, how high no. up you are until you fall down. That's exactly right. How heavy you are. Yeah, how heavy you are. Until you try to lift yourself around. Oh, 
God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been a good couple of months. Yeah. So the other thing I want to talk about was, um, yeah, how, how do you go when your children leave not only the nest, yeah. but go overseas? Because I, I talk to students about this all the time, yeah. about like when you're young, how little you consider other people your parents mm. you know you don't ever consider them in decision making and yeah. nor should you really no, no, no. but and that the same thing i say to them was like i went overseas for pretty much four years yeah. i went to england for i don't know roughly 18 months and i came back we worked for six months and then we went to japan for over two years so and how old were you at that time so that was from 20 around 24 to 28 yeah um, and I said, it's only now where I think, wow, my parents, wonder how my parents felt about, that's a long time yeah. to be overseas, to have your kid just not be yeah. around, not even in the same country. Yeah. Um, and my parents had a point where we were as far away from them as possible. One in Melbourne, one in Brisbane, and I was overseas. Yeah. Um, I wonder, yeah, number one, like you shouldn't take your parents into consideration there. But when you, when you're, when the entity known as Laura Sean <laughs> in our house, Laura Sean, Laura Sean <laughs> oh, yeah, the same one person, Laura yeah. and Sean, Laura Sean, when are they coming over? I think Sh- Sean was known as Laura Sean. I don't think <laughs> even if it was just him babysitting the girls, it was Laura Sean for quite some time. Um, when they told you that's what they were doing, like, did you, did it hurt? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, it's like a stab in the heart. <laughs> You're leaving me? Like, how can you leave me after yeah. all I've done for you? No, no, no. It, no, it does hurt. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, it hurts, but at the same time, I was so excited that yeah. they were getting to do something. Like Absolutely. That. Especially after the last few yeah. years as well. Yeah. And, you know, that whole thing, if you, don't do it before you have kids. It's going to be very difficult yeah. to do for yeah. a very long time afterwards. Yeah. Um, I didn't ever travel like that. Right. Um, myself. And I've done a lot of travel since. But, yeah, just the fact it's just the two of them and they can both work over there. I mean, Laura was lucky she's got a British passport because Andrew oh, okay. was born over there. So, yeah. Um, she, she's got a British passport. Sean's got his residency for however long that they can stay for. Yeah. Um, they've both got jobs that are keenly sought after over there. Right. So what are they doing? So so Laura, Laura is a lawyer. Okay. But she's applying for various civil service jobs in doing policy and things like that over there. It's still weird, isn't it, when you're like, they've got real jobs. She's a real person. Like, you know, she's just left... Um, you know, left her job as a senior government lawyer. She's 25. Yeah, wow. You know, she's just done amazingly. Sean's um, a primary school teacher. Yeah. And so he can work, you know, they're just like, come, come. And even if he decides not to teach over there, he's keen to turn his hand at anything, really. So. Well, that was know. the joy of uh, when I went over there, it was the same, like being a teacher. You're like, yeah. cool, I got a teaching job like the day I stepped off the yeah. plane, really. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't enjoy it, yeah. and I was like, "Oh well." Yeah, try something new. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am in England. I am yeah. in Europe for a reason. It's not to be sad about my job. No. How about I do something else? Yeah, and you know the 
to have the flexibility to do some travel, like they're going to Norway next oh, month lovely. to go and see the Northern Lights. You know, we've got family over there, so spend some time with them. Yeah. Um, so I think knowing, I mean, what would have been different from when you went? There mm-hmm. was no things like FaceTime. No. Or anything like that. No, you that. had phone, even then the phone call was delayed. Yes, that delay on the line. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we spoke to them the other night. We still message as if she's still in turn. Yeah, that's right. You know, in some ways it's it's only been 10 days. <laughs> Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> only <laughs> 750 days, right. days left, yeah. <laughs> but um, I kind of feel like they're on a holiday and, right. and you know, they're... We can still talk to them and we can still see them and yeah, it's just the hugs and the the other yeah, right. emotional support, you know. That you... Especially if they're over there and something goes wrong. Yeah, or and something. so, you know. I, but again, I don't, again, you... maybe the FaceTime and all that stuff yeah. is of a detriment because I don't remember calling home and saying, I'm not enjoying this, I'm no. struggling, I'm very fat. I've eat, I've been eating and drinking all the time. It's very dark over here. Like yeah. that first winter was yeah unpleasant. Yeah, um, they arrived to snow in Manchester. Yeah, that's right. So that was know. yeah. All oh, right. So that was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, they've had some good snow. Yeah. But just the um, I don't remember ever talking to my parents and saying no. Oh, I'm not. This is hard. I don't even no. remember. Like, oh yeah, just hanging out doing this. I mean, Laura. When we spoke the other night, she'd been up to see Andrew's uncle, who's recently moved into a nursing home. Right. That was really confronting for her to see Bob like that. And she's saying, she's in tears on the on FaceTime, and she's saying, it's okay, though. I'm really enjoying myself here. I said, it's okay, you're allowed to have two conflicting emotions at once. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. You're, it's still that thing of, like, if my parents think I'm sad, yeah. then... Then maybe they'll... Yeah, then they're I'll worried. be panicked and they'll and come wasn't. they'll come and pick me up. <laughs> yeah. They'll want to come and pick me up from wherever I am. Yeah, yeah it's interesting, isn't it? But I feel, maybe it's because it's the two of them together yeah. and they work so beautifully as a couple together. Yeah. They go and experience life. It's totally. Yeah, that's it, cool. You can only just grow as a person by doing that. Yeah. Seeing different things. I mean, we have a very middle class life. Yeah. You know, they've had a privileged, you know, she's had a great education in a public school. She's, you know, gone to university. She's done it. But now it's time to go and see other things in yeah. the world. And it's only positive. And it means that I get to go overseas shortly as well. Yeah. <laughs> Better go and visit them. So how oh, soon How soon after them telling you did you start planning your own holiday over there? Oh, well, see, they've been talking about it for years. Right, right, and then right. COVID happened. Yeah. So... When they finally go, well, now we're going to go. And then there was the big countdown on in the family calendar. It's only 150 days oh, until, right, we, until leave, we leave. Oh, right, until we leave. All those sorts of things. And yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, it's too good stuff. And until they moved back here after their lease right, finished, yes. I think I thought it mightn't happen. <laughs> Maybe there was a little bit of denial. <laughs> right. Um, but once they moved back, I realised that it really So how long did, did they move back for? So they moved back in November. So it was only like a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it hard when they moved back? Were you like, ugh, there's other people in the it's house? It's weird having yeah, other people yeah. in the house. I when, bet. When you, yeah. My parents love to see me, but yeah. when my brother and I always joke, my mum is like, when are you leaving? Wednesday. Oh, okay. And Wednesday morning, <laughs> all these bags are appearing at the door. When you wake up, they're already there. 
don't forget to take this, 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 and yeah. this. And you're like, yeah. you've already cleaned up after us. We haven't even got out of bed. Yeah. So, it's yeah. It's kind of weird in that regard. So, yeah, I mean, we had been thinking that, you know, we'll start to travel again. Because that was one of the other things of retiring when I did. Yeah, right. Was that, you know, we, these plans were going to travel and do all these things. Well, that didn't happen because of COVID. Yeah. So, um, I think this was the year we thought we'd probably get some travel happening anyway. So yeah, right. Maybe June, July. We, Laura and I would, I would love to go just not for the coronation. We're for the coronation, just to be there. Yeah. Just to be part of the audience in the world. I'm not a, I'm not a royalist, despite my queen. Despite your queen coaster that's <laughs> coaster sitting right here. Yeah. Sitting right there. Yeah. Um, but just to have I'm that experience. Happy to right? have them over there. Yes. You know, right. I don't need them to be king or queen of me here in Australia. Yeah, that's right. Happy over there and to enjoy the experience. Right. So it'd be nice, but that's in May, and I'm not sure whether that will work for us. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll head over and we'll do some travel while we're over there. And oh, lovely. Yeah. I'll show you. That's the best part is going over there, and they'll show you all the little yes. things that they know. Yes. And then you'll go and travel more than what they have. <laughs> because they've been at work. Because they've been at work. <laughs> when we lived in Japan, Jaz's mum and, and stepdad came over yeah. and they were there 12 days and they saw way more of the country than we did in two years. Yeah. They just were like, we're going here, here, here. Yeah. And oh, we, yeah, like you said, we're going to go to work. So, um, yeah. oh, yeah, really? So, so that will be good. We'll just get to do those sorts of things. Yeah. But I imagine... Um, leaving them again will be hard it's yeah. just like every i don't know there are there are families that are just scattered everywhere yeah right and but we're pretty close family and my family i mean i've got three siblings my brother lives in sydney but the girls we all live here in canberra so right we're used to sort of seeing each other and all of those sorts of things so bumping well. into your, yeah. your own family yeah I'm, yeah right yeah so um you've got to go halfway around the world yeah. When you go on your trip, you're going to miss your grandson. That's the problem. Now you're in that boat. That's exactly the problem because the rate he is growing yeah, and doing yeah. things. So how old is he now? He's just turned 17 months. Right. So, you know, the latest thing is he goes, hi. <laughs> and you're like, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is well, like up, that, isn't up. it? You know, all those sort of things. So, yes, you miss out on all those. And we... we um. We'll look after him one day this week, this year. Yeah. For the whole day while Claire's at uni, so. Um, the best day of your week? Best day of the week, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just need to be able to walk first, though. Cause <laughs> yeah, because you've got the park across the road, totally. too. Yeah. Oh, good. Got a car seat now. Oh, yes. Yes. The convertible car the convertible seat. convertible car seat, waiting to go in the car. Right, I may have another one when he gets older too. But that's years away now. All right, well, I'm gonna we'll wrap it up. I'm sure right. I had other things to say, but not really. Yeah, no, that's we got there. We got there. Yeah, I'm. I don't know what to call this episode. No, well, you'll come up with something. The eaters on the bus was stuck in my head as the <laughs> nursery rhyme, so we might go from there. But anyway, thanks, Catherine. No worries. That's thanks, it. Matt. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs>